Welcome to another interlude. I'm Andre from Bros and Murder, where we give you true crime cases of color, or we give you this. On this interlude, I'm going to be talking about the Amar Lagi case and what we can do to help end no-knock warrants. But before that, I'm going to cover the death of a rapper in Miami named Baby Chino. On Wednesday, March 16th, 20-year-old Miami rapper Timothy Starks, also known as Baby Chino, was shot and killed by an unknown assailant minutes after being released from jail on bond following an arrest warrant for weapons charges. Here's all the facts you need to know about this case. So first, after police said they found him with an unlicensed weapon concealed in his vehicle, Stark was arrested on Tuesday, March 15th and released early on Wednesday, March 16th. After being released from Turner Gulford Knight Correctional Center in Miami at 2.10 p.m., Stark's friend, 20-year-old Dante Collins Banks, picked him up in his mom's red Nissan Ultima to take him home. About 30 minutes later, just four miles outside this correctional center, Dante called his mother, saying that a gray Jeep Cherokee was following them and tried to cut them off. Both vehicles stopped in some traffic, and that's when the second vehicle opened fire, hitting the car more than 40 times, hitting Stark multiple times, and banks in the abdomen, causing the Nissan to crash into a wall of the expressway. A law enforcement source told reporters that they believe that Stark was associated with a gang known as Boss Life that operates mainly in Miami's Little Haiti neighborhood. And as of right now, there are no suspects to the shooting. People are actually linking this case to other serial public ambushes believed to be connected to Miami street gangs. This has been happening over the last few months. Baby Chino, who labeled himself as the neighborhood hope dealer, had just celebrated his 20th birthday in January. He was a young kid trying to make his dream come true and may have just fallen within the wrong crowd. Hopefully more information does come forward. His friend Dante did survive. So if you know anything, say something. Now on to the other case on how we can take action to make Amar Lockie's death the last death due to no-knock warrants. So backtrack. On February 2nd, SWAT officers killed Omar Lockie, a 22-year-old black man, after bursting into his brother's apartment to serve a no-knock warrant. Attorneys of the family say that he wasn't the target of the raid anyway. Police were looking for Omar Lockie's 17-year-old cousin and two others implicated in a homicide investigation in the neighboring St. Paul, Minneapolis. This incident scrutinizes the officers in question and scrutinizes no-knock warrants, sparking protests across the Twin Cities and the rest of America. What is a no-knock warrant? A no-knock warrant is a warrant given by a judge that permits law enforcement to enter a property without instantly notifying their residences, such as knocking, ringing a doorbell, or verbally identifying themselves. The incident went as following, according to a Washington Post article. As a team stormed in, one officer yelled, hands, 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 while another shouted, get on the fucking ground. As they made their way towards the couch Amar was slept, slept on, they kicked it to wake him up. Seconds later, you can see Amar Lockie seemingly waking up confused from under his blanket on the couch with a gun in his hand. A legal firearm, he purchased it himself for protection. As soon as Officer Mark Hanneman, as identified by the city of Minneapolis, saw the weapon, he fired multiple times. 
I butchered his name. Don't care about him. The police department says aid was immediately provided as the officers carried him down to the lobby to meet paramedics. Omar Lockie was taken to the local medical center where he died of multiple gunshot wounds. The manner of death was ruled a homicide. As policy, Officer Mark Hanneman has been placed on administrative leave pending an ongoing investigation that I think as of now is still ongoing. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison made a statement saying that Omar Lockie's life mattered. He also said that he'll be working with the family to review and decide whether to bring criminal charges to this case. The attorney also vowed to conduct a fair and thorough investigation. Amir Lockie's parents, Andre Lockie and Karen Wells, described him as a respectful, including to police, they also said that they have relatives and their family that work in law enforcement. Uh, Wells said that the couple coached their son on how to act and what not to say and what not to do in the presence of police because so often things can go sideways. Now, doing some research, the war on drugs gave a huge rise to no-knock warrants, and they should have ended with Breonna Taylor's death. The use of no-knock warrants has increased substantially over last few years. By 2010, there were 60 to 70,000 no-knock warrant or quick-knock raids conducted by local police annually, the majority of which were just looking for weed or marijuana cigarettes. From 2010 through 2016, at least 81 civilians and 13 officers died during SWAT raids, including 31 civilians and 8 officers executing no-knock warrants. Half of the civilians killed were people of color. Of those subject to SWAT warrant searches, 42% were black, 12% were Hispanic. No-knock raids have been terrorizing communities for far too long and are prone to deadly uses of force by police and the deaths of innocent people. No-knock warrants are also a conflict with the right to self-defense or stand your ground laws and the Castle Doctrine, which explicitly permits deadly force against intruders, which is a contradiction when the cops are the intruders. With information from endallnoknockwarrants.org, with 50% of voters supporting banning no-knock warrants, there's no reason why we can't end it now. In December of 2021, the Attorney General issued a directive establishing restrictive practices for no-knock searches in Florida, Jersey, Oregon, and a few other states. So basically, they ban no-knock warrants. But here's how you can take action to help get rid of them in your state. Look up your local representatives and share the model legislation from the website in allnoknockwarrants.com as a solution, which I'll be putting in the show notes. It tells you everything that you need to say, you need to know. It's basically just a script on how to talk to your local representatives and tell them exactly what the issue with no-knock warrants are and why we should get rid of them. No knock warrants kill. They just, they're awful and they just terrorize communities. If you want to end it, check out the show notes, get involved, badger your local representatives. And I hate to say it, but be like Florida. Don't let Florida beat your state. No shade to Floridians. Don't let Jersey. If Jersey can't ban no knock warrants, why can't you? Look at you. Look at us. Look where we at. You want, you want what we have. Well, that was the show. Enjoy the music, and I will see you next time. Kisses from the homies. Mm-mm-mm. 
Time now for your latest weather forecast. Credit card bill. 